Doritos and Shatter. Shatter. Gonna be an all natter. So tired. You gotta be sleepy. And I just might find her at the Whataburger Land. For a honey butter chicken biscuit. Dance halls and women. So pretty. Or my wife Jenny. But man, I'm wishing. What am I wishing for? That I was fishing splish, splash. by the river tonight. Screw the ranger department. In Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to another and very special edition of Tex-ish, the show about some things Texas. And some things not. We are really excited, as you might have just noticed, that was a live playing not of our intro song, not pre-recorded. From our very good friend Christian, we're going to get to him in a second. But first, as always, our not sponsors. Who's our first not sponsor? Our first not sponsor is Terralingua Cold Coffee. Do you romanticize the Mars-like landscape of West Texas? Do you live in Dallas, Austin, or Houston, but have been to West Texas one time and think, huh, it's kind of artsy, I like it. Terralingua Cold Coffee. It's not cold brew, it's not nitro, it's just hot coffee that they put in a can and put in a fridge. Terralingua Cold Coffee. You need coffee that's not hot? It's cold. Our other not sponsor today is Pink Flamingo Vintage. I am wearing a vintage t-shirt with Texas on it. Brought to you by Vintage T-Shirts. They're overpriced t-shirts that have been worn a million times and washed once. Wait, is that a new... Pink Flamingo. Is that a new shirt? It's a new shirt. Well, new to you, New to me, yeah. Somebody's worn it. I can tell. I can smell them in it. Did you not wash it? I mean, I've already washed it a couple times. I even use bleach. Yikes. But hey, man, that's the style. I, you know, just I'm trying to be responsible, trying to recycle. So, not sponsored by Pink Flamingo. Pink Flamingo. Vintage by the pound. Like the animal, but it's a store. Pink Flamingo. All right. Do you want to know what happened one time on a day in Texas history? What happened one time on a day in Texas history? The Battle of the Alamo (gasps) happened. The Alamo. I'm sure that's going to be a whole other episode, just covering the Alamo at some point. If you recall, they didn't sponsor us once. They did not sponsor us one time, but the Battle of the Alamo took place from February 23rd -hmm. to March 6th, 1836. Uh Uh-huh. We did lose, but we marketed it like it was inspirational and won some other battles later. Alamo, remember it? It happened on a day in Texas history. Yes, it did. And would you like to know about our special small town of the week? I would love to know about about our special small town. And it's special for two reasons. One, it's not small at all. And two, it is the hometown of our very special, important guest today, San Antonio, Texas, otherwise known as St. Anthony, Texas. The city of San Antonio is the seventh most populous city in the United States, and the second most populous city in Texas. Again, we preface this, it's not a small town, but it is our small town of the week. It has 1,547,253 residents as of 2019, founded as a Spanish mission and colonial outpost in 1718. The city became the first chartered civil settlement in present-day Texas in 1731. So it's the OG town. And the area was still part of the Spanish Empire, and later on in the Mexican Republic, it's the state's oldest municipality, having celebrated its 300th anniversary on May 1st, 2018. So old. San Antonio, Texas, thank you for your river walk, for your Alamo, and most importantly, your Spurs, Voss Spurs. Don't forget Puffy Tacos. 
and puffy tacos. Thank you, San Antonio. But once again, Boss Burr's Va. So that really dovetails nicely into our badass of the week. Ooh. Any guesses? Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> As a matter of fact, kind of. Kind of? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So our badass of the week is going to be Davy Crockett because obviously the Alamo. Because you can all go to hell. And I will go to Texas. Made famous when he said that in the legislature whenever the U.S. government would not send aid to Texas during the, the revolution. So... That is why he's a Texas badass, and I think he represents the Texish soul better than almost anybody. I mean, being buried here and all. That's true. And, I mean, Joe Rogan is a close second, but <laughs> we all know who the OG is. Just Baby a Crockett. really quick, you know, history lesson here. He was born on August 17th, 1786, and he died on March 6th, 1836. Wow. At the Alamo. And is it legend or can we confirm? Again, this might have to be a whole other episode. Was mm-hmm. he one of the last ones to die, or is that just part of the legend that is Davy Crockett? I think that's part of the legend that is Davy Crockett. Okay. I don't know if that's confirmed or not. I don't know a lot um, because, again, I only read like the first half of the Wikipedia article. That's very true. If anyone has any facts about Davy Crockett, feel free to send them our way, especially this one thing I'm curious about. Did he really play the fiddle? Because that scene in the movie, he really did. He really did play the violin. When Billy Bob Thornton as Davy Crockett plays the fiddle, I have listened to the YouTube clip of that a lot because it just sounds so pretty. Very pretty. It's a very haunting scene. So there's a part of me that wants that to be true. That And there's so many reasons that Davy Crockett deserves his own segment, a true, full, fleshed-out, Tennessee badass segment. But he deserves a honorary title as a Texas badass for giving his life to defend the right to freedom. Exactly. If, if anything, we can say he's the original Texas badass. And I feel a lot of kinship with him, what with my bumper sticker. That's very true. Very true. My the, my one ode to him and Billy Bob Thornton is that line in the Alamo where he's telling a story, and I don't know why this is what I remember the most, but he's telling this really heartfelt story about a battle they fought, but the last line he just goes, that's why to this day, when he passed me the taters, I pass him right back. Davy Crockett. Never said that. He did say that. No, he didn't. In the movie. Not in real life. Damn. Damn. Anyway, on to our very special guest, my friend, musician, long hair extraordinaire, the magnificent, beautiful, wonderful, talented, giant penis, Christian Duffner. Hey guys, thanks for having me. We're stoked (laughs) to have you, man. And you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're fresh off the plane, right? Like you came straight here? We're fresh off the plane three days ago. Oh, okay. We, we drove up today. We went to Bucky's on the way here. We stopped at Bucky's, got some cinnamon taffy for my dad. Awesome. Is that a surprise or was that like a no, y'all that, were driving here and he was like, "Will you please pick up?" No, some that was cinnamon a special taffy. request. Okay. He, he's going to be traveling in a couple of days and and he isn't going to be going by way of Bucky's and so he's like, "Will you please bring me some cinnamon taffy?" That's awesome. Need some beaver nuggets, everybody. And, and yeah. I mean, how was your experience? We always have to know going um, into Bucky's. It's kind of a lot, you know. It's a, it's a lot going on. It's Evangeline. My girlfriend's with me. Uh-huh. As her first Evangeline, time. Evangeline, say hi. Too. I say hi. hi. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. But she doesn't get to talk because she's not Texas. Oh, I'm not. Okay. Right. I'll yeah. just keep my mouth shut. Can I say one thing just about Bucky's? Just sign. Yes, yeah, okay. you may. Please. Definitely. So... When I pictured Bucky's, I a friend of right. mine who is from Texas, 
I'm Texas adjacent, you know. Right. He had this Bucky shirt that he wore all the time, and I never knew. There was just the legend of Bucky's I didn't understand as a Texas outsider. And of course, Christian's parents were like, "You have to go to Bucky's. You have to go to Bucky's." <laughs> and I heard the quote from the Texas podcast, yes, which is that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but hopefully I get it. That that Bucky's is like if Walmart and Chick Fil A had a baby and decided to keep it. <laughs> yes. So listen, I <laughs> uh, did my homework, but so okay. We, we got there, and it was just so much bigger than I had ever <laughs> And it smelled like, it smelled sugar. It smelled like if you eat it smells like a shirt with your hands. Yeah, like yeah. If, if you eat something sweet with your hands and then don't wash them for, like, a little while. Yeah. And I, yeah, and they had, like, peanut chunks and, like, bucky Beaver logs. nuggets. <laughs> beaver, beaver nuggets. Logs. Beaver logs. The beaver logs. <laughs> beaver tails. Yeah. Everything so, beaver related. Everything beaver. Yeah, so that was my uh, experience. Yeah. I, I've got a little overwhelmed. I did use the restroom, though. The fabulous. The fabulous. They're fabulous. Awesome. They're, They're so the, And I'm sorry if this is TMI, but does the female restroom have a bidet? Because I feel like they're one step away. It, you know, it Shit. didn't, but I really, uh, this is also maybe TMI, but I really saved it up for the Bucky's. I definitely did not go to the bathroom before there we you left because yeah. I was like, I want to give them something good. Yes. <laughs> Evangeline, That's you're what we text. call a keeper. Yeah. You're a keeper. Yes. Please keep her around. Uh-huh. I'm trying. And yeah, so Christian uh, is from Texas, born and raised in San Antonio. Correct? I was born yeah. in Houston, but I, I consider San Antonio my hometown. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. What was it like growing up in San Antonio and what has it been like to visit for a few days coming from LA yeah um you know I like growing up there I think like a lot of people you want to go somewhere new you know like and now that I've been away for a few years I kind of like appreciate some things about Texas that maybe I didn't before and um it's fun to be back and it's fun to like bring bring someone special to me back and I definitely yeah definitely feel that what are some of those things that you maybe didn't appreciate that you now do you know i think just like the down-homeness of it yeah i don't know it's hard to hard to say hard to put into words <laughs> yeah. some some kind of you have to feel yeah yeah and is that something you realized you missed or just being here for a few days did that sort of come crashing back in yeah i think it's been kind of trickling in as we've been back it's kind of you know it's been i don't know what what did you miss most about home living out? Because like uh, I mean a little bit of backstory. We went in college. Yeah. Uh, we had the same kind of um, degree track, mm-hmm. so we had a couple classes together, and really didn't start hanging out till a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but became really good friends really fast, uh, and then we both moved out to L.A. for different reasons, mm-hmm. but pretty close together. Um, and we've been out there for a while, so like living out there, it's obviously very different. What are some differences and what are some things that maybe you miss that you don't have out there? Yeah, um, you know, parking's really hard out there. <laughs> Dude, <sighs> I think we could do a whole podcast about how hard it is to park in L.A. Just parking. I've, I, think, I think my record right now is like two tickets in a day. Have you ever pulled that one? Oh no, not two in a day. I've, I've, I'm pretty, I'm pretty on top of stuff, but I have gotten a, I have gotten a, a parking ticket in L.A. I don't think you can I go there with. Can, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever talked. Is to that anybody. almost like a badge of honor if you are a transplant in L.A. to walk up to your car with either a boot or a ticket or a smashed in window, just one of the three? <laughs> I've absolutely seen people post pictures of my first parking ticket in L.A. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a real resident now. <laughs> I don't remember being that happy about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's very retrospective. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe as maybe. time goes on. <laughs> well, one of the things that I find interesting is, based on your love of music, you got a job at maybe the most like country-ish store that you possibly could have out in Los Angeles. You want to talk about that for Cavenders? a little bit? Yeah, Cavenders. Yeah. Um, oh, so wait. I was joking. Are we being serious? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cavenders. The, the, yeah, 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 Cavenders. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I happened to move into this studio like a block away from this place called McCabe's Guitar Shop in Santa Monica. It's been mm-hmm. there since 1958. Wow. So they celebrated like 60 years a couple years ago. Um, and guys like Jackson Brown kind of got their start there back in the 70s Um, and it's just like a cool like folk music venue and and guitar shop they have like a repair shop and you know salespeople and like concerts on the weekends yeah absolutely and and how did you get a job there when you walked by did you just think oh maybe I could work there or was it sort of like a like, I, just what was the, the process of getting a job there? You know, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't really know about it until I moved in across the street, and I just kind of went over there and um, was just, was like, are y'all hiring? And I happened to get a job. <laughs> it was <laughs> the did, hair and the beard, if we're honest. That's yeah. true. No, then I, I had short hair. <laughs> did you really? You yeah, just cut it? Yeah, short hair yeah. And, like, and, uh, and no beard at the time, I think. That's weird. And uh, But, you know, since I've been there, so many people come in there and ask for jobs, and they... I've seen it happen. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll give this to somebody, and I'll just see them throw it right in the trash. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know how I got You it caught them, like, right after <laughs> lunch. They... they were full. They weren't angry. <laughs> they weren't angry. I, uh, I'm being serious. Do they hand you a guitar, and do you have to prove that you know how to play it? Su- or Surprisingly, no. No. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even... I don't remember having to prove anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just love the idea that there's a guitar shop where, like, no one knows that each other can actually play. So if they ever heard you strumming around, they'd be like, oh, shit, you know how to play that? Oh, oh man. Wow. wow. You, <laughs> you, like, you like music? You like music? That's crazy. <laughs> and if we haven't made it clear enough, Christian is the writer, singer of our intro song, which we have gotten so many different compliments. So the the two things we get the most compliments are are not sponsors. Not sponsors and the intro, which tells me two things. One, the intro's great. Two, nobody's listening to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> you know what? That's I, really have, good I intro. actually I actually know the stats. Uh, over seventy five percent of the people are listening at least fifteen minutes. All right, that's kinda cool. So you know what? I, I that's am joking. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's Every, pretty good. Everyone tells me, and I was telling Christian this earlier Where's the rest of the song? Right. Everyone's always asking me, like, is that on Spotify? Where do I? Because they think it's just a clip. Into season two. Gotcha. (laughs) I would really like to know, like, what got you into music in the first place? Yeah, you know, I didn't start playing music until I was 15. So I was living in San Antonio, and I think uh, for my birth, my 15th birthday, I decided I wanted a guitar. I was listening to this band called Coheed and Cambria. I love yeah, Coheed, yeah, really? Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> yeah. They're like a prog metal yeah. like oh, uh, yeah. group, and uh, I don't prog really prog metal. Yeah, prog prog metal. Prog you know? metal. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with frog metal. No. Or and, new metal. Uh, and I just really liked the guitar playing in that in that band, and and so got like this little Fender Squire Stratocaster. Was it started. that like a package where yeah. it was the little amp, the little chord, the little guitar? Yeah. Right. And I just really got into you know I didn't have a ton of friends at that time in my life, so like I kind of would get home from school and I just played guitar like all the time, and that's kind of how I got into it. And I then I 
started taking lessons with this guy in San Antonio, and he taught me a lot about, like, just musicality. And his um, name is Michael Nero. He was kind of like a mentor for me. Shout out, Michael Nero. Shout out, Michael Nero. Yeah. Hey, Mike, where are you? I haven't heard. I haven't seen you. Are you okay? <laughs> are Do you, you right? need help? <laughs> Yell. And, and that's, so with that first guitar, did you start learning Coheed and Cambria songs? That's, that's kind of what I was doing. Like, I was just, um, like, that's I was playing. I was learning the guitar player Travis Stever, like the lead yep. guitar. But I was learning his stuff. Okay. I thought thought they were so cool. But that was kind of like my intro to, like playing music. My dad's hearing impaired, so he didn't. And my mom didn't listen to a lot of music growing up. Okay. So I kind of came into it later, and I'm glad I did because it's like the only thing that keeps me going. <laughs> I mean, you you obviously have a great passion for it. I, you you work in music. You yeah. you make your own music. You have a band. Uh, what's uh, remind everybody listening what the name of the band is? The name of the band is The Stoned Ponies. And uh, my name is is Christian Duffner. One, one F. <laughs> one F. Uh, and how many songs do you guys currently have on Spotify? We have two right now, but we're about to finish an EP. It'll be four songs, and I I've been putting some stuff out under my name. Okay. So uh, by the end of the year, I should have like about about twelve whole songs out. Twelve whole songs. Yeah. Nice. Exciting. I'm you know? curious to know on the music side. Especially now knowing that you say Coheed and Cambria, because yeah. when you say Coheed and Cambria, then my mind goes to Brand New, Glassjaw, like all of these other like New York bands like that. Yeah, the sound you have now is not that not at, at all. all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So, what was the journey for you from yeah. more, more of that sound into more of that Billy King and the Bad 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 like <laughs> yeah sound? Like, what what has influenced you up to this point? Yeah, you know, I think. At a certain point, my cousin introduced me to this guy, Jason Isbell, who I'm sure you're familiar with now. He's kind of huge. At the time, uh, I think he had just left the drive-by truckers. I started getting into, like, this kind of, like, alt-country thing somehow. I really was loving the stories and the music and the, like, the guitars were cool. And it's somehow I just kind of started listening to more, like, people like that, like, uh, obsessed with Lucinda Williams. Okay. Um, as my girlfriend can attest to. <laughs> uh, I have a poster of her up in our yeah. apartment. Nice. Just right above the bed. It's on yeah, your right side. It's on the ceiling, actually. <laughs> <There> you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> you were um, saying the other day, you were like, we were in the pool, and you were like, I wish Lucinda Williams was my mom. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I was like, I don't Way think to make it weird. You said, you you. Said, you made me say it. No, I didn't. What scenario were y'all in the pool in this scenario? Right. Just holding them underwater? Like, yeah. call her your mom. Say, right. say, say she's your mom. <laughs> say she's your mom. <laughs> say it. No, Mom, I know you're going to listen to this, and I'm glad you're my mom. I, I, I just also really like Lucinda Williams. <laughs> no, and I said, I was like, I don't think Lucinda Williams would be that great of a mom. I'm just busy with their, their deal. You know? Right. She she would, like yeah. I mean, fun, one thing we know aunt. about famous musicians is they make great parents. Yes. Yes. I know. <laughs> Wonderful, really wonderful, wonderful, stable household. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I'm curious about is, so when you were beginning playing, did you start writing your own songs pretty early, or was that a little bit later in the journey? That too? was quite a bit later. So I've been playing. I'm turning 30 next month. Okay. So congratulations. Be, thank you. Thank you. My ad, I'll give you my address. You made if you it. Want to send me any gifts. Um, <laughs> That's Venmo. Uh, I know this is going to be. It's Venmo, Mr. Seth Rogers. I'll make sure he gets all of your birthday gifts. Thanks, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm here for you. Uh, I'm here for you. Um, 
What was the question again? I'm sorry. So no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> what? So that started to influence the direction of the sound. What started to influence the lyrics and the stories oh, that you're telling? Yeah, you know, I just remembered another band, another an Austin band, Band of Heathens, that I yeah, became really yeah, obsessed yeah. with. Nice. I think I started writing. So I so I started learning their songs, and that's when I started kind of singing. Okay. Kind of, I was like really obsessed with with them for a while. I tend to get like really obsessed with. Them. <laughs> I'll find someone I like, and I'll just really you just go really deep. Them. Yeah. Um, and I was starting to like learn their deep. songs, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I started trying to write music, and I they definitely weren't very good. But so I think I've only been really writing music for like the last four or five years. Yeah, you know, like writing my own songs. Yeah, and so what what influences the songs you're writing now? Because even the stuff you put out on your own name and the Stone Ponies. The sound's awesome, but I, I'm a lyrics guy, yeah. and I love the lyrics. Like, you're writing really good songs. Thanks. So what's influencing you in that in that realm? I think, you know, a lot of it is my own life. You know, it's not completely autobiographical, but there's, you know, you kind of write songs, and there's always some truth in it, whether yeah. it's completely true or not. And I think it's just stems from my life, things I listen to and things I see. Yeah. I mean, you've got that great song, Solvang, that oh, yeah. is maybe, I think, the first song that you recorded that you let That's me correct. hear. Yeah. Uh, really excellent song. And it, it was based on, like, you just spending an hour in Solvang, right? Yeah, like, hanging out, walking around. A couple hours. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, that kind of just inspired this song. And I co-wrote that song with the guy down in Redondo Beach. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of... Uh, it just comes from everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's got that, like... And it, I miss this in a lot of, uh, you know, I know you're not country, but a lot of the the older country that I like mm-hmm. to listen to is very story driven. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I miss that in modern country. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, hook, chorus, hook, <laughs> it, like all those, nothing wrong with that, but. Uh, There's I, a lot wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it sounds good while you're driving down the road. Nothing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want to hear solving? I would love to hear it. I would if love you're willing to, to play it. I would love to hear it yeah, yeah. right now. Totally. Um, I love how we jumped on that. Yeah, that dude. Was, there we go. Uh, I, you know what? You know well, what? I'm here, right? I've had five. I laid it up for him. <laughs> I laid it up, and he dunked it right in there. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's that's good podcasting. That's what that is. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Are the levels good? Perfect. Yes. I don't want to have this fight today 
That's what I like to Such hear. Sweet, thanks, dude. So, let's be honest with everybody. Moving to Los Angeles and starting what is essentially a country music career is not what people think of. Yeah. So, <laughs> we've talked a lot about you know being drawn to the coast, and I I'm curious what what your thoughts are, what keeps you there, and how you feel as a transplant. Yeah, um, you know I've been really like I felt really at home there. I was really embraced by people I met there. Really, kind of felt like, oh, these are these are my people. Um, and I think so. I, I work around music, and I think I moved to a place that like accepts artists as like mm-hmm. a legitimate like life path. Whereas like where I'm coming from in San Antonio, nothing wrong with that. It's just not as like typical of a sure. of a thing to do. And I think moving somewhere new kind of gave me the confidence to like pursue something different and also like people get it there you say hey i'm out here working on music and they're like oh cool like i, I want to like right. where, where can i hear it rather than like you know oh well what do you really do for <laughs> you know sure there's just kind of a different yeah. mentality there that may, probably exists in austin too mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so I guess that begs the question, why, you know, why Santa Monica, why not Austin or Nashville even? You know, I, I love living by the water out there. It's like, that's, it's kind of where I ground myself. Mm-hmm. Like I swim every day. I walk by the water every day. Yeah. I, I love living by the water. And I think I've kind of felt like going home and I found out after I moved there, my grandma, my mom's mom mm-hmm. was born and raised there. So it, it, I think there's something in my blood mm-hmm. that's kind of pulling me to that place absolutely you yeah. know Heck yeah. i hear that yeah and what what has it been like to not just be pursuing your own music but starting a band that also has more of a its roots in country and more of a country sound again in la versus austin or nashville yeah i i think it's kind of cool because it's a little bit more of a novelty people like country music out there like there's the whole bakersfield sound like mm-hmm. merle haggard mm-hmm. Um, there's there is a country legacy that exists in the Los Angeles area, um, and it's just not as saturated. So I feel like people like it, and it's you don't hear it everywhere. So it's it's kind of it's kind of perfect. Yeah. Nice. And do you find that that gives you opportunities to either 
work with people who uh, you normally wouldn't be able to or play places you might not that might not normally have somebody that's just starting out I think so I mean there's a lot of like venues there that like um, I haven't got the opportunity to play out much but there's a lot mm-hmm. of neighborhood venues that really just feature local local artists and I think um, since there is a big music industry in LA like the, pe- the players are there you know just as much as like Nashville or, or Austin yeah. Yeah. West Coast Country. West Coast Country. Yeah. Coast Coming Coast Country. WCC. WCC. That's uh, our record label. Nobody steal it. Um, <laughs> signing Christian Duffner and the Heartbreakers. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so now that, because what I sense from you is over the past few years, you've not just built up even more skill and more talent, more finding your voice, but you, you've been building momentum toward releasing an EP, playing more live shows. So now that you're sort of at that point, what are your your dreams going forward? Being on the West Coast, playing shows, like, where do you hope the Stone Ponies are in the next year or two? Yeah, you know, I would love to, like, be playing some festivals and just playing playing around town more, maybe have, have people know us a little bit. And, and I would really, like, my main love is, like, writing and recording songs, so I would love to be working with just like recording mm-hmm. songs with other people yeah you know? i'm kind of a even though i'm a front man in this sense i'm kind of a behind the scenes guy you yeah know? for I, sure I, I, that's the part of it i really really love yeah who, who would be a dream collab as far as writing and producing for for somebody else or with somebody else man like it would be jason isbell would be amazing nice. you know <laughs> good answer yeah or that. for a texas guy like i would love like randy rogers you know, That'd be pretty yeah, fun. That'd be super fun. Heck yeah. Cool. The, the song oh, could yeah. be like, fuck you, Josh Abbott, or something like go. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against Josh Abbott. No, nothing but, against no. J.A.B. That's but a great song. Sorry. That was the no filter I'm going to have to bleep that. Yep. You realize oh, that, right? You will definitely have to bleep yeah, sorry, that. Mom. <sighs> sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Whoops. <laughs> Way to give me more work. Sorry about that. And so, you know... Another question I have, I feel like we keep asking questions about being in L.A. versus Texas, yeah. but it is the Texas podcast. Texas, man. It's, it's like, Texas. hey, he's bringing a little bit of Texas to other places in the world, and I think we should appreciate that. Do you think being on the West Coast sort of protects you from trying to sound like Texas country strictly? Like, do you think if you were in Austin, you would sort of get absorbed into just a strictly Texas sound, like you're able to still make your own music your way with that influence, but not just sound the same as everybody else? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, the mu- I think the music is a little, maybe a little more diverse mm-hmm. out and out on the West Coast, and so it does keep you from, like, getting too far into one into one genre. I think that's probably right. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's an inspiring locale. Like, I think mm-hmm. you have to, like, where you live has to inspire you, and, like, the Pacific is... Just I, I still love it just as much <laughs> as the first day I saw it. Yeah, you know? it's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. So you are visiting for how long? Uh, I'll be here till Tuesday. Okay. And today is Friday. Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Correct. How long are you in Austin? Nice. Uh, just tonight and tomorrow. Oh, just not tomorrow. Okay, yeah. so you've only got a little bit of time. Uh-huh. What are the biggest Austin things that you have to show Evangeline? Like, what are what are the big stops? What are we doing? We've already done Bucky's. Yeah, we did Bucky's. So like, which is literally the big like stop. in your mind, what's what does forty eight hours in Austin look like? Yeah, what's I'm the so, perfect forty eight hours? I'm trying to figure that out myself, but so <laughs> I think after this, big we're planner. gonna go walk, we're gonna go walk around Lady Bird Lake. Yes, nice. um, we're gonna go sweat a little bit. 
Love it. Yeah. It's hot, guys. It's like almost 100 degrees today. Yeah. Tonight, Seth, Seth where are we going? Because I need to know, actually. What's the, what's the place? So we are going to hit up Whistler and La Holly. Okay, we'll see. Uh, that's a little bit of that's a little bit of little bit of East Sixth action. East Sixth action. Get some mezcal. Get some mezcal. Ooh, nice. I, are you not going to take him to a hockey talk though? I feel like. I mean, that's or would up that to be him. too easy? That's be too easy. Too that's obvious. too obvious. Too obvious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, they're they're where they're staying. I want to keep it relatively because we'd have yeah. to go to Brook and Spoke. And you're right. You're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there, but there's this guy Slate Slate Cleaves that used to kind of like haunt that place. Yeah. When he yeah yeah, and I would love. I would actually kind of like to see Broken Spoke. If is it too far out of the way? I mean, if you're willing with to that attitude, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we'll, you really want to go, yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Heck yeah! yeah. And so you do those two things. And then, then Barton Springs tomorrow. We're gonna yes. go swim in the natural, beautiful Barton Springs. Oh yeah, Barton Springs, man. Yeah, um, y'all are welcome to join, come. By the way, I think we'll come. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be, be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a I've got a thing in the evening, but uh, you gotta, we can work Seth's around Seth's that. Seth's got a thing. I've got a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off air <laughs> conversation. <laughs> what's, what's this thing you got? <laughs> so, um, I occasionally get paid for uh, like modeling gigs or uh, ah. you know things like that. I'm not surprised. Um, Seth's a very good looking guy. Yep. <laughs> um, so this particular one is unique in that. Uh, stop it. Uh, in that. A bachelorette party is paying for um, shirtless servants. So, like, Dude, yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds Dude. like a great time. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be such a blast. Uh, it's just like, you know, Hot Tyler who couldn't make it today, but Hot Tyler, our sometimes he's producer, sometimes producer, um, but always hot, but always hot, always hot, regardless of what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got me the gig, and so it'll be me, him, and a couple other guys, and we're just like walking around, like serving drinks and being partially naked. Wait, wow, wait, that's the gig. The Cut off shorts, and uh, <laughs> she requested uh, boots, so we'll be wearing boots as well. Do and you need she my boots? has uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, and she got suspenders that we'll all be wearing as well. Wow, I'm turned on. What? Yeah. <laughs> what so that's you that's be the wearing gig. underneath the shorts. Nothing. <laughs> no, no. Well, did you bring it tomorrow? I will. Okay, so Gunner's got this. Uh, it's like a sheriff style speedo. Wow. So I will be wearing that under, and if if the time is right, and there's a pool, you know. Wow. Someone hey, might man. be jumping into what, what, it. What's the address for, for this party? <laughs> uh, that's a private party, sir. You can be sir. a naked guitarist. Hey, bring it, hey. Bring it back. <laughs> you already got the hat. You already got it. Um, I do, I am curious about. So you're in Austin for a few yeah. hours, but you've been in San Antonio for mm-hmm. a few days. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing in San Antonio to show show the lady? Yeah, like what are the big and, spots? Like yeah. what's the what is the San Antonio vibe? Educate us. Last night we went and saw the Alamo. Okay, you, know, you remembered, so we didn't well, we didn't want to forget about that. <laughs> um, so Evangeline was overjoyed to see the Alamo. I was overjoyed. A lot yeah. smaller than you thought right, it was going to be. Being sarcastic or serious, I can't. It was actually pretty cool. Okay. No, I wasn't overjoyed though. That she was sarcastic. Over, I was, that was hyperbole. It's really. It actually is really cool, but. I weirdly, and I don't know if this is just because when I'm sleep deprived, I get emotional. But like, I, I, I got a little emotional when I saw it. I don't, I don't really give a shit about the Alamo. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> you I'm shut like, your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not from Texas, so that's no, it's, fair. We d- we went to Whataburger too. Which oh yeah. My yeah. Whataburger story is that I tr- I was on a road trip through Texas with my little brother and I we went to a Whataburger and there was a sign that said don't bring your gun in here and I was like well we're really in Texas <laughs> yeah and then I tried it and I didn't think it was that good and 
I, I know, I know, I'm gonna get, <laughs> get shot. You're gonna leave your gun outside the water. <laughs> and then, so then we had to go back, and I had to like give it another try. Yeah. And I ordered like a special. Mm-hmm. She got the right. mushroom Swiss one. That's not even. It's like. Oh, that's not. You have to get yeah, one of the uh, the menu. special four. Like, yeah. I had a bite yeah. Special of four. I didn't think it was that. Here's good. here's the key though. Like, uh, you know, water burgers like two a.m. drunk food. Yeah. If we're, be, yeah. If we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. P. Terry's is the is the place to go They're for like. They're putting one in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Apparently, oh if wow! They haven't already. That's the like comparison. I, that, I think yeah. Personally. Well, P. P. Terry's is the you're in Austin. Go to P. Terry's. Right. If you're anywhere else in Texas, Waterburger. I always thought it was P. Terry's. P. Terry's. The P is silent. Actually, it's just Terry's. Nobody knows this. Yeah. Yeah, the what did you find it kind of interesting? Because I feel like when people think of the Alamo, they think it's still off sort of in the middle of nowhere yes but it's in the middle of downtown that's yeah. the part that surprised me because i was yeah. warned about the size so going in i was like oh that's like a regular size for a thing to be i wasn't like ex- imagining okay it yeah it, i was imagining it kind of like bugs bunny yosemite <laughs> sure. distant you but know, it's not with like, yeah like yeah by like the high-rise apartments yeah. that are right next to it which yeah. then makes it weird because i you almost forget that Hundreds of people died. Yeah, there because right. all of the just the way it's set up, you kind of for you, it feels fake. Like yeah, it feels like, like you're. It feels like a movie yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, you yeah. know, there's a little koi pond there. Um, do you think that was there back in the day? Uh, Probably not. Right? I heard the koi pond was actually twice as big. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, during yeah. the yeah, actual I heard stand, Sam Houston was really into feng shui, and so <laughs> yeah, he read one like thing about Japan. Yeah, just, he know. met one Buddhist and thought, oh. Koi yeah. pond, koi pond. <laughs> Obviously, that's Obviously. the answer to life. Yeah, yeah. He, he he showed up and he said, "Is this not a Zen garden?" Little known fact about Sam yeah, Houston: he owned five thousand koi fish. <laughs> wow. And we're joking. That's a joke. That's a joke. We know that's not right. <laughs> or is it? Fact or checkers, is it? come at us. So y'all went. Come at me, fact Y'all checker. went to the Alamo. What what other San Antonio yeah. slash Texas things yeah. have have you done while yeah. you've been back Riverwalk? in the state? We did the Riverwalk yeah. in the same day. So we we, nice. did, we did actually did we went that's a big day beyond and we did the boat tour. The, Ooh, the, the Riverwalk. Have you ever done that? I've done it a few times, okay. but it's always fun. Yeah. Um, and you learn you learn something new. Like we went by this one building that was designed to look like a flat wall. When you when you look up at it from the side, it's built huh. at like a some kind of angle. I'm not a, okay. not, a uh, not like a architect. Architect. So yeah. Like not like a building anymore. expert. <laughs> yeah. Not like no. a like building expert. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> look no, like a. Know. Yeah. It was fun though. It was fun going down there, and I like. I think like there's a little bit of box checking that I like to do when I yeah, go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like I wanted to see it. I wanted to like just and physically being there where like this is like one of those mm-hmm. landmarks it's like an important yeah. spot you know so it was cool to go and yeah river river the river tour was like you know they have their like spiel they have yeah, their yeah. like laugh lines and you totally laugh on cue yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I like it, worked. it was fun it's fun it's, fun it's super fun yeah into that Totally. And yeah. we went to uh, Willie's Ice House. Do they have Willie's Ice House? They there? have one here, yeah, but yeah. it originated in San Antonio, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so Heck we yeah. did Willie's Ice House. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun so far. Nice, man. We're Heck going yeah. tubing. We're tubing the river on Sunday. Yes, nice. we have to tube. Okay. Okay. Have to tube. Okay. In New Braunfels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. That's totally. going to be It's going to be a good part. tubing weekend, too. <laughs> that is yeah. the best part. So I think we're hitting all the... All the high notes, all the prop, yeah. all the proper sub-touristy things. It's not too touristy, yeah. but it's but it's fun. It's, it's fun. the right amount. Yeah. I like it. I yeah, love I it, guys. It. Yeah. Totally. What a one more question, then I think we'll do one more song. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I Christian saw him again. So. Oh, gotta, did you? Yeah, I did. Sorry. 
Um, what is this? Three in a row now? It's three in a row now. You saw anyway, Lance again? Yeah, I saw Lance again, oh. but we'll get there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you sort of alluded to it as far as in San Antonio, if you were to say, well, I'm, I'm pursuing music, I'm a musician, people would automatically say, no, what are you really, yeah. what are you actually doing? What has it been like to come home and talk to your parents and may- maybe see some familiar faces and-, and feel maybe what they think you're up to or the person they think you are just because you've left Texas? Yeah, um, well, my parents are real, really supportive. I mean, even though they don't like, you know, they don't make music themselves, I think they understand that it's like really important to me and they're mm-hmm. they're super supportive. I'm really grateful for that. And they, they think they see it as like a like a valid thing to pursue okay yeah um i don't know if they've always felt that way but they do now (laughs) yeah good um and you know i haven't gotten to see too many people but i think there is this there is this like kind of feeling that you go off and you move to a place like la and it's like this like super glamorous place but it's like it's just it's just kind of like it's just a city yeah it's just a city you know, and your life isn't constantly one thing. You know, you're also yeah. just surviving and working and mm-hmm. developing relationships. And it's just also working on art. There you go. Yeah. And I like to ask all of our guests this. What does being Texan mean to you? Mm. I should have. I don't know. <laughs> Freedom of spirit. I guess. Freedom of spirit. Whoa, that hit. <laughs> that was thoughtful. I so appreciate your thought. So many people going a diatribe right. or that, and just the directness of freedom. The directness, freedom of spirit. spirit. Yeah. That's amen. like a... Amen, brother. Thank I you. feel... I'm fired up. <laughs> Christian, you want to play us out? Yeah, I'll play I'll play a new one. This one's called uh, San Antone, actually. Nice. Yeah. And really quick, how do you spell San Antone? Uh, a, well, S-A-N space. Yes. A-N-T-O-N-E. All right. Yeah. I've always wondered, is it E or in a little apostrophe? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess you could put one of those. But okay. You don't have to. Send it User's preference. User preference. All right. And I remember you. Like a dream we were two Till you slipped away And I was coming down In this nosebleed town Far away, and I can only be 
like a picture show In a scene, you and me And we're all alone And I was running around In this freeway town Man, LA can drive you down Such a Beautiful. Good song. Thank that you. Was such Very a good well song. done. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Oh. Uh. So did you see him? Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. So I was at Barnum and Bailey Circus. They still uh, tour sometimes. I thought Barnum and Bailey broke Shh. up. It's Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> all right. I'm at the circus. I'm just there trying to have a fun time, have a good time, see an elephant, eat some peanuts, eat some peanuts. Eat an elephant, maybe. We don't know. And the the clown is juggling for everybody. He's doing his juggling act. He's juggling these balls. And there's this masked figure on a unicycle just going around the, the clown. But he's getting closer as the clown is juggling. And then he hops off, the masked figure hops off of the unicycle and punches the clown in the face. And takes the mask off and his lance. Where was the jersey? He he, he was he was in disguise. Okay. He was a masked figure. Do you, do you, he yeah. was he's on to something here. He's always scheming. So he punches the clown in the face, takes off the mask after he has dismounted the unicycle, and says, "That's offensive when you do it with three balls." Picks up one, puts it in his pants, and hopped on a bicycle and just biked away. Where'd the bike come from? It's always there. Checks out. So, yeah, I saw him again. I'm sure at some point you're going to see him. I mean, I thought I was. Go to the circus more. I mean, you know. Just go to the circus more. (laughs) Anyway, so I saw him. I might have seen him this week, but nobody asked me. (laughs) Well, did you see him? I mean, not this. No. No? (laughs) I might have, though. Well, next I time you see him, will you, you know, speak up? I just feel like I, you know, <laughs> next time get the chance to. Next time you see him, I'm just gonna sit here. And will you speak up? I'm just gonna be here, and, you know. Next I'm time you see him, feel, feel sad. Will you speak up? I didn't see him. When like, you see him next fine. time, did you see him this week? I mean, I might have. You know, well, tell us. Had I been asked? No, it's fine. I don't even. I, don't even I just know. asked you. Did you see him? I don't. It's fine. You three in a row. It's fine. It's cool. All right, then you get the next three. I mean, if I see him. Okay, I don't know if you I saw him or not. You never tell me. I saw him. Okay. And if you see him, don't forget to DM us. DM us your Lance sightings. Your Lance sightings at, at Texish underscore pod. On Instagram. On Instagram. Don't forget to follow. 
Don't forget to follow. Go listen to the Stoned Ponies and Christian Duffner 1F on Spotify, correct? Yes, correct. Apple Music 2 or Every, just Spotify? Everywhere music is available. Everywhere music is available. Except Best Buy. Except Best Buy None and Best Circuit Buy City. Go out. listen. So listen to him first. Listen to this podcast. Share it on Instagram. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your priest. Tell everybody. And don't forget to like, review, follow, download. And we will see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Thanks for having me. (laughs) 